Hi there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast uh, today. Part two in a series on fear. You need not be afraid. How to win over fear. How to win over fear. That's kind of my general topic. So we looked the other day at um, a number of steps or parts of a uh, fear uh, mentality, a fear lifestyle. Really the question comes in, you really not really need to be afraid. That's not something that is necessarily important or necessary or essential to your living. In fact, to the contrary, it's to your disadvantage to live with fear. There's a lot of negative effects, negative health effects, negative social, negative occupational, negative family if you live in fear. So pick up the first part last uh, couple days and um, tune into that idea of whether you live in fear. And if you don't, and if you do, that's not a good thing and we need to Kind of look at some of the strategies of reducing that fear or living beyond the fear and certainly living without fear. I'm drawing upon a book entitled How to Win Over Fear and it was written by Dr. John Haggai and of the Haggai Institute out of Atlanta, Georgia. Wrote the book many years back actually. It's quite an old book but it sold millions which means that there are a lot of people that struggle with fear. So I selected the book and took a couple of sections from it in terms of how to win over fear. So what I'd like to do is to um, focus your attention on a couple of factors. If you live in fear, this is very important for you to kind of get a hold of, okay? You gotta trust people, number one. You gotta trust people. You gotta trust the people around you. You gotta trust the people you hang out with, the people you work with, the people you live with, the people that you live around, the people, the people you see periodically, the people you go to church with, the people you belong to a club with. You gotta, be, you gotta learn how to trust. And you just look at the people and realize that you don't have any reason to not trust them. Nobody has really done anything against you, right? There's not a reason to be afraid of them. But just trust overcomes fear. It's the opposite. If you trust somebody, you're not afraid of them. If you're afraid of them, you're not going to trust them. So the idea is develop and focus on those aspects of life and the skills that are opposite of fear. When there's that tendency to avoid you hang out, you approach, you stay. You don't run, you, you stay. You do the opposite. Always do the opposite. And you'll, re, you'll note that it gets easier and easier and easier. And fear becomes less and less and less. And you become more of a person, more of an interactional person in the life and those with whom you live. Okay, that's the first point. Very, very, very critical and very important. But then secondly, you gotta assess your fear. You gotta sit down with a piece of paper and in the quietness of a half hour or hour or whatever, just write down issues related to your fear. Why are you afraid of flying an airplane? Or why are you afraid of a dog? Why are you afraid of a particular person? It isn't the person you're afraid of, it's what the person will do to you or could do to you. You're not afraid of a dog, it's not what the dog could do to you. You know, you always look at it in the sense of what will happen to you by the thing that you identify as your fear object. But the object is not the fear usually. It's what the object can do to you or allow to happen to you or to facilitate happening to you. So assess that. Have a moment of time where you just assess your fears or your fear and understand it as to why you are afraid of a particular situation or a particular thing. You just have to know it. Because you might find out that you're really irrational. You're really afraid of something you don't need to be afraid of. You really see something 
likely to happen that's really not going to happen or in all probability will not happen you're overreacting you're overjudging you're overstating the case well kind of take a look at it and see if you're really realistic about the situation that you identify as a fear situation for you so that goes along with not point number two and you got to look at the the perspective got to keep it in perspective keep fear in perspective in other words is it a big deal or a small deal is it something that is very likely to happen or very very unlikely to happen are you living with something that's imminent could happen anytime or you really say you're afraid of something that in all probability will never ever happen or could probably not happen at all got to put it in perspective you know we overreact are you afraid of something that might hurt you a little bit or do you think you're afraid of something that's going to hurt you a lot are you going to be able to survive it or not survive it i mean that's what you have to kind of look at and when you put it in perspective help your mind be realistic about the thing that you identify as your fear object so then the third one goes along with that focus on your danger focus on the dangers not the fear itself or the fears themselves in other words what really is the danger point of the thing that you identify as your fear object or your fear situation you know you may not really necessarily be afraid at all you just think you are nothing's ever happened to you you just think something might happen to you happen to somebody else and you just think it's going to happen to you so focus on the real objective danger of the thing that you're identifying as your fear is this just a make-believe thing are you making it up are you exaggerating it are you making it way much more fearful and dangerous than it really is it's keeping in perspective but also just know what level of danger you are living with and forget the rest of it you know you narrow it down to what is realistic that will help you that'll help you considerably deal with the fear now here's the next point gradually introduce yourself to the fear situation if it's a dog just gradually very slowly while you relax Kind of walk towards the dog a little bit. Take one step. Take two steps. Then take three steps. Always keeping yourself very relaxed. See if it's the dark you're afraid of. Turn the light on. And then dim it a little bit. And then the next night, dim it a little bit more. And the next night, dim it a little bit more. So that you gradually enter into the world that you've been afraid of and have been avoiding. So in other words, let yourself experience the thing you're afraid of. But only in small incremental. Starting with something that's safe kind of safe distance, and then gradually move forward. If you're afraid of sitting up front in an auditorium, sure, sit in the back. And then the next time you go, sit one row forward. Then the next time you go, sit two rows forward from the back. And then three rows forward from the back. And eventually, over time, just sit closer and closer to the front. And where you can feel like you're safe and comfortable and at ease and you can handle it. And there's nothing really to be afraid of because there's no danger there. You just have a perceived danger, a thought-up danger, and a make-believe danger. Just because you sit up in front doesn't mean that the professor is going to call on you, that the speaker the lecturer is going to call on you. Not necessarily. You may think that, but not necessarily. So keep it in perspective and then gradually and gradually and gradually introduce yourself into the situation a little bit further. Those are some of the ways that you can kind of reduce your fear and live more freely live more openly, and involve yourself more fully in the world in which you live. You don't need to avoid things. You don't need to stay away from things. You don't need to stay away from people. You don't need to stay away from things. You can live more fully and more openly in the world in which you live. That's the point. Well, anyway, nice to talk to you. I'm glad that uh, you joined me today on uh, the podcast, How to Win Over Fear. And you can win over fear. 
just do it deliberately and directly and empower yourself that you can handle this and you can do better and you can live more freely and you can live more openly and you can enjoy life much more okay get a hold of the book living life at its best living life at its best it takes the whole topic of social intelligence and give you some definitions and give you some ways to become more socially competent and you'll be able to interact in your community and in your social world much more freely and fully and enjoy life a little bit more and reduce that fear you don't have to live in fear that's the main point anyway thanks for joining me and bye for now